1: Judy, what do you think the most common command a dog lover will teach their dog? How to sit. Very good. Dave, why do you... No. No. Oh, that was the first question. question. It was no. (laughs) No is a command, right? Okay, very good. Dave, why do you think almost everyone teaches their dog to sit?
0: That's a great question. I don't know the answer. Maybe because it's cute?
2: love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there.
1: This is is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies the sit command, so you know why you're doing it. <laughs> I am Benny Copeland, behaviorist to the dogs, trainer of people, and just like you, the listener, we are dog, dog lovers. lovers. Hey, man, this is getting better every time. Dave, have you guys taught Sunshine to sit?
0: Yes, we have. Why? Actually, I think she picked it up from our other dogs. I don't think, I don't remember an actual time where we had to teach her because at one point we had two other very well-trained dogs around her. And I think as we were giving, probably giving treats is where she picked it up from the other dogs.
1: Kind of like what Oz does whenever you come over. Exactly. You don't even tell him, he just does it.
0: He likes me.
1: And he stares at you until you give him a treat. (laughs) Very good. Judy, why have you had a dog or have you ever had a dog that you didn't teach to sit? No, never. So why would you do that? Like, why do you think that you would teach a dog to sit? What's the purpose?
3: Uh, to distract them from something that you don't want them to do. So you want them to sit to, if they're like lunging at another dog or look chasing as wanting to chase a squirrel and you don't want them to run out in the road, I would say sit and they'd sit.
1: Okay, very good. Because sit is the most common command that an owner will teach a dog. The sit command is kind of what you said. It's a catch-all command for most people. Sit to calm down. Sit to focus or pay attention. Sit to stop jumping up on the table. And on and on and on. Let's roost on this subject right after this.
2: Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to Amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So the
1: answers that you guys gave for teaching the SIT would seem to be almost the purpose of the SIT command. But is SIT really a catch-all command that serves all those purposes? The answer is yes and no. In the basic obedience world, it is also one of the first commands that we teach. As a matter of fact, it's actually one of three commands that are taught. Heal, sit, and down. All the other formal commands and most casual commands are just some version of those three commands. Last week, I talked about the heel command and the purpose for training that command to your dog. Even the heel command is just a version of the sit command when it comes to basic obedience. When your dog is in a heel, she is supposed to walk at your left side and sit when you stop. Sit is included in the command. It's just not articulated. But why sit? And what is sit really? Of course, the definition of a sit is for your dog to put her butt to the ground, right? Typically, when you ask your dog to sit, how long do you guys make Sunshine sit?
0: Probably about four seconds.
1: (laughs) So how does she know that it's okay to get up from that sit?
0: Actually, I have the answer because I know a dog trainer. We have a release command, which is okay. And when we first met you, we never had a release command. And you asked me that
1: question. Does she hold that until you say okay, typically? Yes, I think she does. You think?
3: She does when out in public. At home, I think she chooses not to, to ignore us if it doesn't look like there's a purpose for the sit.
1: Okay. And do you always remember to tell her okay? I think most of the time, we do. So, most of the time, that means you don't always. So, what that means is that if she doesn't know it's okay to get up and you've kind of forgotten about her, she's going to get up anyway, right? So, sit in this way is a casual command. The difference between a casual command and a formal command is the release. And like you said... You, with all my unsolicited advice, you've learned to use a release command with her. And um, go ahead. So to clarify, the casual command doesn't have a release? Right. So a casual command, uh, for example, um, let's see, an easy example would be like go to your bed for a dog. So they go to their bed and they're there for a few minutes and then they get up and start walking around, but you didn't release them. They just got up and it's okay. At this point, you may have been just using it as taking a break. Same thing with trying to get sunshine to focus on you. Mm And you just have her sit for a few seconds just to have her kind of refocus or like you said, um, stop being distracted by something. And then they, then she gets up and goes, you know, wherever, or maybe even lies down. Because lie down is not a sit, so she's broken the command as far as a sit's concerned.
0: Go ahead. I think, you know, just to add to that, I think the biggest where we have her hold a command is the wait command for us. So, and again, maybe something you, you taught us, but we use wait and she stops. And a lot of times it's to click her collar on or do different things, but she will really hold to the weight until we say okay. And the minute we say okay, she's off.
1: Right. So that's a great example of a casual command where you really just want her to behave in a certain way or do something um, and pause and pay attention for a little bit until you've either clicked on her Uh, collar or, you know, she may be in the car and you want her to wait before she jumps out because of traffic or something like that. And sit is like that. It's more commonly used as a casual command rather than a formal command. Now, in trials and competitions, a dog is expected to hold a sit for a very certain amount of time. Now, in agility... There's, uh, especially in beginner's agility, they have this platform, a raised platform, and the dog has to jump on the platform. And depending on what the judge says before uh, the trial, the dog either has to sit or lie down. So if it's a sit command, the dog has to sit and hold that command for five seconds. If the dog gets up or jumps off the platform within the five seconds, it's a penalty.
0: Are they they released at that point after five with a word or they just
1: sit for five and then they go? They sit for five and they go, but they're usually looking at their um, the the, handler. Yeah, handler. Thank you. (laughs) They're usually looking at the handler um, in order to uh, cue as to when they can go off. So it's really up to the handler for them to hold it. Um, And the Canine Good Citizen. This is a a certification you can get for your dog just to see that they just to show that they have basic good obedience and um, they're a good citizen. Uh, in that certification, you actually have to put your dog in a sit and be able to walk 20 feet away and then reapproach your dog, and the dog hold that sit for that whole time.
3: We actually, on two of our dogs, we took to formal training, a group training, not an individual training, you know, uh, sponsored by a PetSmart or whatever. And our first dog, Samson, failed miserably and just was not, wouldn't focus, couldn't get it. Maybe we didn't practice enough with them. But then our second dog, Sophia, she would do that. And she learned to sit and hold it. And we'd walk away, drop the leash, and she would not move until we released her.
1: I'll tell you a funny story. Um, Jessica, we went to this... Uh, thing they used to have every October in Centennial Park here in Nashville is called Dog Days. And Jessica went to get her Canine Good Citizen with our dog Gabby. And so they told her she had to put her in a sit. And so Jessica put her in a sit and then, you know, she had to walk away. Well, Jessica left and they had to call her over the intercom. Jessica, could you please come get your dog? (laughs) Uh She had been sitting there the whole time, never moved. The whole time, Um, so yes. So in this situation, um, they're supposed to be able to hold it with you know other things going on and things going around them. Um, Usually, not that kind of a distraction situation. It's usually in a less distracting situation. Now, there's also a um, competition called Rally O or Rally Obedience, and this is all dog handler and dog um, basic commands. And they do the sit in very many different situations. Like there's one um, one of the uh, little things that they have to do, where they'll tell the dog to sit, but they got to keep moving. So in other words, you say sit, the dog has to sit down and you keep moving, you know, so the dog has to stop and sit even though you're still moving. That's actually one of the things that I teach um, with my clients, uh, especially um, when they're doing really well. It's kind of a fun thing to throw in there and to get the dog to really learn how to focus. So in just just training the heel command The sit command becomes an opportunity just like with training the heel command. The sit command becomes an opportunity for you to really learn how to respond to your dog. This is the purpose in actually training it in obedience. Remember in my training when I talk to you guys, it's about seeing your dog make choices so that when your dog makes a choice to sit that you are then giving your dog praise in that moment, positive, pleasing, loving attention in the moment that your dog sits. So whether it's used in a casual situation or a formal situation, Uh, this is supposed to be um, this is one of those things where you're just really learning how to teach your dog to um, uh, or teach yourself to react to her one other thing that I want to talk about with the sit command and a question I want to ask you guys if you recall or not have I ever gotten on to you for repeating the command when you tell your dog to sit or any command? I don't think so Okay. So, this is one of the biggest things that I um, do, especially in formal training. Um, Again, it's one of those, um, uh, what I say, unsolicited advices I give about repeating a command, because this is one of the most common things that people do when they're teaching their dog to sit. They'll say it multiple times. Mm. Typically, it sounds like this, sit, 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 right? (laughs) Before they actually put the dog into a sit. And if you also listen to that, My voice changed as I'm doing it. So what ends up happening is that as an owner, your dog starts to listen to that tone, right? So your dog, the main two ways your dog learns from you is your body language and your voice tone. And they'll start to listen for that tone that says, okay, now he's serious or now she's going to make me do it. And then that's when they'll wait for it. So if you start to say it multiple times you're going to see that that's um, one of the things that uh, a dog will do is they'll just wait for you to say it so many times before they actually do it. Um, When I'm with a client and uh, they're working on their dog, this becomes one of the biggest problems. And one of the things that I have to ultimately tell them over and over and over again that they're doing, you know, it's this awareness thing. Are you aware of how you're communicating with your dog?
3: Do you ever use um, body language to communicate to your dog? I remember at one point our dog, our Sophia, we would go put our arms crossed across our chest, and we were in a loud place that she'd know that that was a sit command. It was taught to her when we had her in training.
1: Yeah, I mean, body language is the number one way that. that a dog learns from you. So using using your body language actually shows your dog, uh, or they'll learn from you quicker. I'm sh- I, I should say they're going to learn from you quicker. And yes, I use signs with all of my commands. Our command for sit is um, a lift of the hand. Uh, it's a more. It's actually a more common, actually advanced training that you do because you're teaching your dog to sit from a down. Um, hmm. And so that's where the lift of the hand comes in. So if your dog's in a down and you teach them, you're teaching to sit, use the lift of the hand. Um, and yes, any of the commands, the heel has its own sign, the sit, the come has its own sign, the place has its own sign, and the down has its own sign.
0: I have a question okay. of the sit command. I think every dog we've had um, knows how to sit. It seems like it's one of the easier commands for us. Is that, do you see the same
1: thing as sit as an easier command? What do you think is the hardest command? Um, well, and, and that's, that's um, almost subjective, like when you say what's the easiest or the hardest command. Um, some dogs tend to get, and, and there's, a, there's kind of a problem, but some dogs tend to get down um, a lot quicker because they're lazy. They don't want to do the sit, uh-huh. you know, so they'll end up just lying down. And I've seen that happen multiple times. Now, that's not a sit, obviously, but there are a lot of owners that accept that. You know, they'll accept that as a SIT. I would say of all the commands to teach, of those basic commands, HEAL would be the easiest one to, to teach. Um, it's also the most least invasive. Um, so you you both are shaking your head no. So what do you think is the easier command?
3: I think the SIT is. For us, the heel. it's because we're bad parents. We have leashes that are longer than they're supposed to be. And a lot of times we just let her kind of explore if we're in a park. Now, the healing, you have to constantly practice it or they're going to forget that they have to walk next.
1: So to. you saying that sit is the easiest command or the hardest
3: command? I think it's the easiest. Sit.
1: That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said heel. And you both shook your head oh, now. You oh, I thought you said, said, I said heel. Heel?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, for us, heel was always the most difficult. And and I, to Judy's point, we're bad parents because we use the extend a leash. Um, they don't go crazy, but they're not walking right next to us like they probably should be.
1: Right. Okay. So if I said heel, I misspoke. What I meant was sit. So sit is the easiest command. It's the l- most least invasive command. It's one of those things where um, you're you're able to put your dog into a sit much easier than putting your dog into a down or making your dog follow at your side and learn to sit when you stop. So, yes, I would say of the three main commands, that's the easiest command to teach. Down is the most difficult, where a lot of people would even say that come is the most difficult. Uh, Typically, most people, when they talk about come, and we're going to get into that um, a lot more in the next week or two, it may be a 2 Part series, but come is more about recall, about getting your dog, and that's what most people think come is—is to get their dog to come back to them or to come to them once they're doing something. In the way that we teach it, it's much more specific than that, and it is a little more difficult to teach. Um, but yes, the sit command, as far as uh, ease of commands to teach, I start that at the very beginning with my owners um, as a formal command, and we work on it from there. Even learning how to hold it through. Um, longer periods of time. And again, in the purpose of the way that I teach it, SIT is about learning to see your dog make choices and then reacting accordingly in those choices. And if you are um, reacting in a way that it is um, positive and pleasing when they sit and you've told them to, that is a great um, way to learn to be reactive to that. Now, four years ago, Devin and I did a show on the SIT command. And it's called Dog Training Basics, The Sit Command. (laughs) It's episode 045 and right now can only be found on the website, familydogfusion.com. If you'd like to go over there and uh, listen to the show, at the very end, I give homework. I'm not going to do that today, but I actually teach you how to teach your dog to sit in an appropriate way. And so go to the website and the homework is at the very end of the show. It's not a long show. It's about 25 minutes long.
0: I have a question uh, and maybe it's on that other podcast but
1: how early in the dog's life can you start teaching the basic commands? That is a good question and I do talk about that in the heel command um I typically start 10 to 12 weeks. Um, I'll look at a dog because I do go in the home and I am doing the training one-on-one. We're not including that dog in with a bunch of other dogs and things like that. So there's not a lot of distractions. So I can start as early as 10 to 12 weeks. Some dogs I will get in there at 10 weeks and it's still really too early. Um, I'm even finding now that a lot of breeders are actually waiting a good 8 to 10 weeks to wean their dogs or to let their dogs... um, Go from the breeders now instead of the typical six weeks that it used to be.
3: I have another question. I have a different question. How how do you feel? What is how difficult is it to train? Say somebody gets a shelter dog and the dog's three, four years old and they don't have any training at all. How long does it take? Much longer than a puppy to train them on basic sit. Well, it
1: depends um, on the age you said three or four years old is what you use as an example. But there are a lot of dogs that are coming out as young puppies, less than a year old, things like that. Um, It really just depends on what their background is and what their habits are. You know, just like uh, an adult, if you've got bad habits, it doesn't matter what your environment is, it's going to be difficult to change those habits. So, typically, it takes a little bit longer to train um, if you don't know the dog's background. I typically don't even care what the dog's background is. My my goal is at this point is to change the dog's focus and to change the structure that the owner um, has that the dog may have always not had or had and to change that to what the owner needs and what their needs are. So it's just a, it's just a process. It's just one of those things where you could get a young dog that's just super stubborn and it still take a little bit longer um, or you could get an older dog that just already has a lot of bad habits.
0: I do think you can teach older dogs new tricks. We had a podcast with you a, a couple episodes ago with urban versus rural living. Uh-huh. And when Sunshine grew up, her first maybe four or five years, we had a backyard, a pool, a doggy door. She ran free. And then when we moved into downtown, into the loft, it's a lot different now because we had to create the the wait and the stay command, even the potty command, because now all of a sudden she's on a leash and there was just a different need of intelligence for her. And she actually took to it pretty quickly.
1: I love how you, in, instead of calling it training, and you've done this a couple times, and now I realize how you're using this term. You use it, you, you use the term training intermittent with intelligence. So, like, if you've trained her and she knows these commands, she's intelligent, right? So, instead of trained. And I love that. That's great. So um Yeah, that's, that's the thing when you have to change your lifestyle, if you're willing to put in the time, which I mean, you guys didn't have a whole lot of choice, you had to put in the time to be able to teach or to do those things. And if you're willing to change and put in the time, you can change a dog's, I mean, anything. I mean, I tell people, if you want to change your dog's name, it takes them about 30 days to get it what you're calling them, but you can even change a dog's name. I mean, you can change about anything. So um, if you're willing to put in the time. And with that is any other questions or anything? No? No, I don't think so. Great. So today, in summary, Dave and Judy joined me to talk about the sit command. Thank you, guys. You discovered this command is the most common command people use and teach. You also learned that sit can be used in a formal and casual situations. How you react to your dog dictates how you use this command on a daily basis. Thank you.
2: If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just wanna send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Janer and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to FamilyDogFusion.com insurance. And go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today.
1: Be, Be impeccable, impeccable with, with your, your dog. dog.